baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Susie Jones, do you have a question for me that we're going to lead with? Well, I've been wondering about your butt. Oh, your bottom. I'm happy to share. Okay. I know that you had a bit of sciatica, which is awful. If anyone in their Mm -hmm. mind, is anybody listening has ever had that, holy, Mm -hmm. it is show-stopping. Mm-hmm. It is very painful, and you were yes. che- you have it looked at. You oh, are you just here. checking in on me? I am just checking in because oh, I love you, so and it's Valentine's Day, and oh. your hair is so pretty. Oh gosh, yeah, I have hair now. I know, I love it. I love it. You know, in in fact, uh, Susie and yeah. the, uh, listeners, I really appreciate them kind of taking me through that. I had an MRI done. I had an ultrasound of the area, and and my doctor got back to me and said, "All looks good. No bulging discs. You're fine. You're, everything looks fine." And in as of the last 24 hours, the pain has subsided to I can function, which is really good. Because Susie, I'm, we're going to visit Marley tonight. In oh my gosh! So I want to be able to walk around and be comfortable Heck on a long yeah. plane ride. Can't wait. So, Thank you for asking, honey. You're so well, sweet. Well, I'm hardly much. But anyway, listen, um, Josephine, my darling daughter, when she was mm-hmm. in college, went to Spain and mm. studied in Madrid. And my mom, my mother and I went and we had a grand time and we stayed at a hotel Hotel Moderno, right nice. in the Piazza in Madrid, where the mm-hmm. circle is. Mm-hmm. It is the most beautiful place. So much to see and do. You will love every second of it. We did go on a little jaunt to Barcelona, Mom and I. Oh, nice. Because mm-hmm. Barcelona is, of course, beautiful as well. But, oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. I hope you have a wonderful time. How long are you there? We're just there till like next Tuesday. Okay. So it's it's not it's almost a week, but you know, yeah. two travel days. We're this is really just time to be with Marley. I'm not gonna we're not gonna do some major sightseeing. But we're gonna do Madrid yeah. and we might uh take a jaunt to Toledo oh. because she did a, a day trip there and she said it was amazing. Do you know, and, oh uh, I have to tell you about mm-hmm. Toledo. Can I do it real quick? Oh, okay. Sure, okay. sure. Oh my gosh. Um so we went to Toledo. So when people say holy Toledo, Toledo they're yeah. talking about <laughs> Toledo. I'm not kidding you, Dave. Okay. Listen to the story because I, I know went that. to Toledo. So in mm-hmm. Toledo, at one point in time, the Jews, the Muslims, and the Christians in a very small town all lived very peacefully together. So mm. when you go there, you will see mosques, mm-hmm. you will see temples, and you will see churches. Mm-hmm. There's also mm-hmm. remnants of some other thing that was happening like B.C., like some strange prehistorical-looking things that are still there. But I'll tell you, the aqueducts, everything there is super cool. And some cute shops, too. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. I just really want to kind of experience Marley's life, but we, we're going to go to a soccer match, or maybe not go, but go to a pub, because Maddox... 
I'll tell you this, Maddox said he wanted to go to a soccer or football match. I said, you know what? That's a great idea. When in Rome or Madrid, let's do it. (laughs) He goes, mom. So we're looking at getting tickets. Yeah. The tickets are, okay, guess. How much do you think a ticket to a a football slash soccer match is in Madrid? Um, I'm David, you can guess also. Okay. I'm just going to go with like, if it was a Viking game, that's, I I think as far as popularity goes, I would Mm -hmm. say the cheapest ticket you could probably get is $150 American up in the third row, the third tier, David. And did you Google it? I did not Google it. I, I mean, it matters know. a lot. What I mean, if this is like professional league soccer, oh, I yeah, assume that's what you're talking about. I guess about. it is. Yeah, yeah. I guess the top it is. And top. Mm-hmm. and all those guys. Yeah, then you're maybe you could get the cheapest ticket for under a hundred. Would be my guess, and then it goes up from there. Okay, let's hear. The cheapest tickets Maddox could find was two hundred and twenty-five dollars per ticket. Yes, Woof, that's and I, I said that to him. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, is this like the cheap seats at a, you know, like yeah. a, a baseball game that nobody wants to go to like $2 and 25 cents? I'm like, Maddox, is that US dollars? What? And he goes, yeah. And he was serious. I go, have you met me? Like, that is never happening. That is never happening. Uh, and he, he, he was, you know, kind of kidding. But um, so somebody suggested to us, if you want the real experience, go to a pub. Ah. And with all the people that can't afford $225 tickets. Sure. And that's where the, the really rabid fans are. And I said, that is an, a great idea. So yeah. Marley, by the way, has just sent me a Google Doc. Okay. With the itinerary nice. of our trip because ah. we are bring, she is so excited. I like bet. so, and, and so are we. So she sent me a Google Doc with restaurant suggestions, menu items. Oh, like she's fantastic. She funny. She's fantastic. What a hoot. Um, And then I said to her, and she said, of course, whatever else you want to do. So I made the suggestion. Maddox said, you know, soccer game, football, excuse me. And she goes, love that idea. My roommates want to come. She's going to research pubs now to find. Uh, So I'm really excited about that, too, because I I love Ted Lasso. And I just want to make sure that it's really like that. You know, those guys in the pubs. Oh, we'll have a wonderful time. I'm glad your butt is feeling better. It is. Happy Valentine's Day to you uh, with all my heart. Susie, before you leave, I was going to test David on new terms that are going into the dictionary. Okay. But he was so abysmal. I mean, atrocious at our last quiz that I thought maybe you could be some lifeline. If if you have time before you have to go back and do the news. Yeah, yeah, I can. Do you know what a girl dinner is? Nope. A girl dinner? Mm -hmm. Is that just a... Dinner with girlfriends? Like you go out to a nice fancy dinner like it would be a date, but it's just girls. You two are killing me. What? It's actually a noun. It's often presented as a collection of snacks that involve little preparation. Oh, yeah. So okay, like I have a heard cheese, cheese and fruit and cherry tomatoes that you kind of like throw on the table. Like it's easy to kind of throw out. And then <laughs> it's called a girl dinner. I'm sorry. Okay. You want to try another one? I, I use this one a lot. Oh. The expression is mid what is the expression mid? Oh, I know. Mean? Yeah, I know M- this one. I-D. M-I-D? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say like, huh? No big deal. Uh, no, it's like a ranking of something like, oh, that's it's not great. It's not terrible. It's, it's mid. mid. It's in the middle. You're both right. Yeah. Uh, unimpressive. No big deal. Like this halftime show in the beginning was mid. Okay. You know, it was, it got better, but it yeah. was mid. It was mediocre, unimpressive. Okay, David, you're doing better. This is one my kids <laughs> use all the time. Okay. Bussin. Bussin. It's bussin. B-U-S-S-I-N-G. 
No, B-U-S-S-I-N, little apostrophe. Um, Bussin, is it cool? Uh, I think you're right. You don't know that you're right, but I think that is right. It's, it's just something is good or cool or nice or something like, oh, this party is bussin or something like that. And Maddox uses this term to describe food that he likes. Oh, okay. oh this Canes is bussin, meaning you guys are right that it's not cool necessarily, but really good. You Wonderful, would... amazing, something awesome. Okay, quickly jump in here because I want to say that Please. that whole notion of naming things that are great changes. So I'm curious about yes. this dictionary. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, something was lit. For a while, things mm-hmm. were lit. It's still lit. Mm-hmm. That, that's, they still use that. So this dictionary is just going to get so mm-hmm. big with all these yeah. strange things these youngsters bring up. That's what I call them, youngsters. Youngster kids these days. Kids these days. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. back to your list. Let's do another. No, and this is dictionary.com. Okay. So this is online. I'm not saying we're, Merriam-Webster is putting this in their dictionary, <laughs> okay. in its dictionary. But uh, what I'm saying is that, you know, um, th- these are, you know, anxiety, or these are, excuse me, these are, um, you know, like popular terms. Yeah, for sure. You know, like we used to say crazy stuff like groovy or, right. um, you know, psych. Right we on. had other expressions. Right on. There you go. Okay. There so you go. Are we done? Do we have um, one more? Uh, I'm going to give you, oh, I'm going to give you one because okay. it's, I'm in travel mode. Oh, yeah. Skip lagging. What is skip lagging? Being late or lazy or skip lagging. Lagging sounds like late. What do you think? That's, that's uh, wrong. I know this one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Skip lagging. Is, is, is it liking to cancel something? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, skip lagging is like sometimes there's like hidden fares where if you fly from Minneapolis to Los Angeles, it's they've got a deal and it's only $100 mm-hmm. but if, and, it, and it connects in Denver. But if you book the flight straight to Denver, it's $150 because uh, of the way the fares came. So you book the flight to L.A. and then you just get off in Denver and ditch Get the out of town. Yeah. yeah. It's like a travel hacking mm-hmm. strategy. That is good. Of course, the airlines are, are cutting down on this and they're canceling <laughs> your return flight if they find out that you did this. Uh, but yes, that is a real thing. Uh, Susie, before I let you go, one more. What's bed rotting? Oh. <laughs> bed rotting. It sounds horrible, doesn't it? Um, it sounds horrible, but it's fantastic. I do it all the time. Bed rotting. Um, sleeping in, staying in your bed till three o'clock in the afternoon, watching, playing games on your phone with your heating the pad. The practice on. with your heating of pad. spending with your heating pad on. Oh God! <laughs> the practice of spending many hours in bed during a day, often with snacks or electronic devices or heating pads. That's Susie's as a voluntary retreat from activity or stress. Oh my love God! Love me some bed rotting. I love mm-hmm. bed, rotting. bed rotting. I am all in. Susie Jones, great job. Round of applause for Susie Love Jones, you. everyone. Ex- Everybody, excellent happy val- work. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you, love. Thank ha- you. Have fun in Spain. You got it. When we get back, and also at 1135, it's Dear Jordana. Because I am going to be off tomorrow traveling to see my kid, I am doing Dear Jordana today to give those an opportunity. doesn't have to be love advice. It certainly can be. I don't know that I'm an expert, but I will try. That's coming up at 1135. So six, uh, nine. Wow, David. See, I, I forgot. Yeah, you're halfway to Spain already. It's okay. I know. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Okay, one more. David, what's a shacket? 
A shacket? What's a shacket? Oh boy, this one I've never heard. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Can you use it in a sentence? No, because then you'll know what it is. <laughs> okay, a shacket. Uh, I, I'll tell you, and I think. Um, see, this is a fashion. It, it's a fashion oh. question. A shacket is a shirt jacket. Ah. It's a. It's like a. It's like a button down. You know, almost like a flannel. It's usually made of thicker fabric, sometimes a corduroy or a flannel, but it's uh, something you can wear outside that looks like a shirt, but it's sort of a jacket. You probably have some of these, but yeah, it's just a, oh, okay. On that note, I know, of course, I just said one more, but you know what a fracket is? Uh, if a a shag, a fracket, it's a, uh, is it the same play on words that I'm looking for here? Uh, sort of. Parents of college kids might know this. At least mine. I don't know. Um, a fraternity it's jacket? A fra- it's a frat jacket. Oh. It's a jacket that you wear to fraternities because you know it's going to get crapped up. Oh, you know, it's going to end sure. up on a floor. It's going to end up, you know, smelling like beer. So you don't want to wear something nice. I mean, when you go to school somewhere cold, you know, like Madison or Syracuse yeah. uh, or Duluth, uh, you need, you can't go outside in your skimpy little you know, half T-shirt or whatever everyone's wearing these days, or even a hoodie maybe. So you bring a fracket, which is, you know, going to end up all crapped up, yeah. all dirty, stepped on, kind of stinky because the beer is going to get spilled on. So that's when you go to Target and you buy the cheapest one you can find or one from last season and you call it a fracket. It's your frat jacket. <laughs> that's pretty good. And now you know. And now you know. Um, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Dear Jordana is next. We are going to and get your questions answered. I like this text. We need more Susie and Jordana. I'm all for Susie and Jordana. I love hanging out with Susie. So uh, very glad to have her on the show more. And I asked if anybody before, David, we were talking about having a summer job at Valley Fair. Some texts came in on that. Uh, I worked as a lifeguard, this person says, stayed in the dorms. I guess Valley Fair has dorms. The summer of 2004, got a great tan, partied like crazy, saved zero money, one of the best summers of my life. Thank you. This is something we need to embrace. And parents of teenagers already are thinking about what they're doing this summer whether they have to apply to summer camp for jobs, certainly for internships. And I think to myself, we just, they need to have some fun. Uh I I get it. They need to like have a job. This person saved zero money. Maybe they could have saved some money, but we put these pressure on these kids to do things that are good for their resume or, you know, will help them get into college. And what about just, you know, getting a job as a server at a, a, a lakeside restaurant mm. and saving a bunch of money and partying your ass off every yeah. night. Like, that sounds like an awesome summer. Okay, but you said saving money where the person that worked at Valley Fair said they yeah, they, saved zero, they saved zero. So that's... I know. I think that's well, a key. I, I think you got to, like, have some some sort of forward momentum in your summer, don't you think? You have to have some forethought. Is so, that what you some said? Some forward momentum. Fo- like you either you need to be learning yeah. something or earning money or that's getting an experience. That's or Like there should be something redeemable that's like preparing you for the right. rest of your life, not just an entire – I mean three months is a long time to only party without investing anything in who you are or your future. Agreed. I think this sounds like an awesome summer, but 
maybe they could have saved a little money. Yes. Hopefully they were getting paid. Uh, you know, at, at well, at, I, I don't know that you're learning spent skills. Spent it all at the Shakopee liquor store is what it sounds like. Right. Uh, 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 uh. But yeah, we need a little more fun. A little more fun. Um, okay, it is eleven twenty-eight. I will take questions live, emailed at Jordana.green at odyssey.com or on the text line six five one four six one nine two two six. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. We don't have Adam as our moderator today, so David is going to have to be asking the questions. That's right. Hopefully they have been forwarded to you. Six five one four six one nine two two six. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can call me live. It can be about Valentine's Day or the fact that half birthdays aren't really a thing. By the way, just an update on that. Today is Ruby's so-called half birthday, or obviously her real birthday is August 14th. Um, she just sent me a picture that her friends in school brought her a cake. Uh, they're not helping me. <laughs> half birthday is not real. It better you be guys a half, are not helping half the a cake. cause. Is it a half a cake? No, it, it is a whole cake. Oh, so, that's not and you know what I'm going to say? Well, you already celebrated in school, so we don't have to do anything. Yeah, there you all. go. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give her a kiss. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I do. All have, right, what do you got? for Well, me, I do have a question of my own, Jordana, but I'll save that for a little bit later. Oh, Let's start oh. off with this from a listener, dear Jordana. I work in an open concept workspace where we can all see into each other's workspaces one of my coworkers has pictures of her own feet plastered all over her cubicle oh dear jordana should i be concerned should i say something what's my next move that's weird somebody has pictures of their own feet um it's her own personal cubicle, so you can't really complain about it. You, you wouldn't complain if it was like baby's feet or or she had other pictures like of her dog or something. Um, you can't say anything. I'm sorry. It's her space. You have to suck it up and you have to look at her feet. And uh, if she ever brings it up, you can tell her how much it grosses you out. But you can't make her take it down, and I don't even think you can complain about it because I think that's legitimately her space. It's not like it's – I mean, the feet aren't any in any doing anything, you know, risque, I don't imagine, right? They're just feet, David. Do you have any more information about this? Or uh, No, it's just feet. It seems uh, like uh, innocuous, yeah. like it's not of somebody else. It's just okay. they think they have nice uh, Also, maybe they're of shoes. Oh, yeah, okay. Um yeah, sorry. You need to suck it up. This is more about you than it is about her. Okay. So you need to release it and not look at the pictures if it's freaking you out. Okay. Uh, suck it up. Okay, here, Joy. Here's a spicy one for Valentine's Day. Mm. Dear Jordana, my friend's husband left him for me a few years ago. So kind of this love triangle, friend's husband left him okay. for me a few years ago. We are now uh, happily married and have patched things up between all of those relationships, and we're looking oh. for uh, a new lake home, a new cabin, and thinking oh. about finding one on the same lake as my friend. No. Is this a good no. idea or a bad idea? No, no. You know what? You might think she's forgiven you for stealing her husband, 
uh, or making yourself so available that, you know, and, and your, your husband bears responsibility, of course, in this. I'm, I'm not absolving him in any way. Uh, it, it's too close. If she already has a house there, you don't move into her neighborhood or on her lake where she's now going to have to watch the two of you in your boat or swimming or no. Go, you know what? If this is Minnesota, we have more than 10,000 lakes, more than 12,000. Go find your own length, lake. Uh, no. Be, be, a, be a decent person and keep your and your new husband's life uh, out of hers. That's too much. Sorry. Too much. Uh, taking your dear Jordana questions via text and call if you can call us if you have one, 651 651- Four six one nine two two six. Let me go next, Jordana. We'll get back to a couple of texts. Um, dear Jordana, we just had new neighbors move in right next door, and their driveway is adjacent to our bedroom. And the new homeowners have a truck, a very nice, a very large truck, and a very loud truck that we've noticed a few times, which has not been a big deal, except for Saturday night just after midnight when this loud diesel truck was idling in our driveway for 30 minutes. Well, just, your driveway or their, uh, driveway? their It's their driveway, their driveway. but okay. it's just outside our bedroom window. So it's probably 20, the truck, truck is 20 yards from our bedroom and just outside the window. We can clearly hear the truck idling for half an hour at midnight. We are, uh, we're very excited to have new neighbors. We want to be on the good side. We've already said hi. We've had some good interaction with them. I don't want our second interaction to be, hey, stop idling your truck. But how do I, if this continues, how do I step in? What do I say to the new neighbors that I want to be friends with, but I also don't want that truck idling in the driveway? Shut your mouth. Don't say anything. Sorry. As soon as you say something, they're going to hold it against you. Oh, this is America. I'm allowed to have whatever truck and idle it. This is my driveway. No, David, uh, you shut your... If, if you want good relationships with neighbors, you build a good fence, you get some earplugs. You know, they, the thing is, they weren't doing anything wrong. It's not like they were violating a noise ordinance or having a big party or anything like that. It was just the truck was idling, probably trying to keep warm or whatever they were doing at midnight, right? They weren't doing anything illegal. Is that right? Uh, nope. Unless, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's a noise ordinance. I guess, ordinance. I haven't looked that up. I'm sure there is. Maybe they're breaking that. But And it's only happened once? It is so far. I mean, the loud truck has happened a few times. But, you know, during the day, if you pull in with your loud truck, I'm fine with that. But at night, mm-hmm. if it's idling for half an hour, that's a different story. Yeah. If you want to be friends with them, you better shut it. Okay. You better zip that lip. You can't say anything. Right. But also, neighbors... Like, don't be jerks. Yeah, don't do that. Like, really, neighbors, don't do that. If you're listening and you have a truck like that or a loud car or you're having a muffler problem or whatever that you don't feel like getting fixed, like, stop it. You know, have a little respect, especially on midnight. I know it's Saturday, so you might be partying, but David clearly has kids. You have kids in the house. You know, if you live in a family neighborhood, be a kinder, gentler neighbor. But no, David, I would advise you zip it. And you not say anything and hope that was a, a one and done. Just to be fair to me and my social life, I was out at a wedding late la- that night, which is why I was still up at close to midnight, which is why I heard okay. it. So I still, I still stay out late. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's fine. I, you know, baby, the kids were asleep. I get it. Trust me. I'm, I'm in bed. I'm asleep by midnight. All right. Here's another one of your questions for dear Jordana. 
My niece is 15 years old. She is allowed by her parents to use her vape pen at home, and she is visiting us for the weekend. Should I let her use her vape pen at my house? Well, it sort of depends on if the person is okay with it. Like if you're the aunt or whoever you're visiting, like if you're okay with her using it, then yes. But if that's not something that you want, if you don't want her vaping at the house, um, then it's, it's your house, it's your rules. Like that's it. It's that, and it should be that way forever, whether they're teenagers or adults. Like if somebody came to my house as an adult and they were a smoker, there's no way in hell I would let them smoke in the house. You know, rules of my house are rules of my house. So when you're visiting, you have to observe the rules of the house. You know, if she goes outside or she goes to a park and she wants to vape and it's not around you, you don't see it. No problem. But no, it's your house. It's your rules. And she's got to follow it. Sorry. That, that's, I'm not sorry, but sorry for her. That's just the end of it. Let's go to John in Eau Claire, who has a question for Dear Jordana. Go ahead, John. Hi, John. Hey, Jordana. I'm actually in Minnesota driving by Monticello, but hey, uh, we we have a uh, dog that has been pooping in our yard since last May, three to four times a week. We always clean it up. I finally put a camera out there, and I recorded three different times it's the neighbor's dog. So I talked to my neighbor and asked him if he could kind of keep an eye on the dog and help us stop that. And he was very apologetic and said he would. And ever since then, probably six weeks ago, it still is happening. And it's like, I mean, I could see a few times, but I'm not kidding you. It's been since May and it's, you know, three to four times a week. What what do I do about that? Uh, John, is this my dog? Is this, no, is, is this my dog? Is, what do you mean, your dog? Is my dog pooping in your yard? Are you my neighbor? No, no, this is a no, neighbor's okay. dog. I live in <laughs> Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Just, just making sure you weren't my neighbor and you were using code to be like, Jordana, get your dog out of my yard. Because we do always clean up after Nala. Uh, here, here's what you do, yeah, John. No. You grab some of the poop. You put it in a bag. You walk it over to the neighbor, the owner of the dog, you light it on fire, and then you <laughs> ring the doorbell and run away. <laughs> you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. I mean, this is really, we started at picking up and actually put it in his yard, you know, instead you did. of picking it up ourselves. But, oh. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think that's the only thing you can do either. Like if you catch the dog pooping or even if you see the poop, you call up your neighbor and say, hey, the dog pooped in the yard. Here's the location. You know, I'm putting a little flag there so you can come clean it up or I mean, or you pick it up and just put it in his yard because dude's not going to be a respectful neighbor. He doesn't care where his dog poops. He doesn't. He doesn't care if he poops all over his yard or all over your yard. So now you're kind of screwed if he's not going to do it. So what I would suggest is get a shovel and just throw it back on his yard if you're not going to light it on fire. Yeah, That's what we started doing. And guess yeah. what? When we started doing that, it, all of a sudden he started picking it up. There you go. There you go. So unfortunately, you now have a, a poop problem that you're just going to have to throw over the fence or, or get in the neighbor's yard. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Try the fire thing. That might work. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Trey, Anna. Thanks, Bye. John. I still like lighting it on fire. Did you see that coming, David, that I was going to say that? Uh, no, the flaming flaming bag of poo, the infamous flaming the, bag yeah. of poo. I did not see that coming. Yeah. 
Light you it on you don't really, I don't believe that you really f- believe the advice you just gave. Because isn't the relationship with your neighbor way more important than the dog doo-doo and where it goes? Yeah, well, his neighbor sounds like a jerk. His neighbor's letting his dog poop all over his yard. I know, but that's going to be his neighbor. I mean, what if it escalates? What if you throw the poop and then your neighbor fires back with something else and now you're feuding with your neighbor? But the neighbor's wrong. The neighbor should be taking care of the dog or coming to clean up the poop every time the dog poops in that yard. Come on! You can have neighbors that are enemies of yours that are wrong, and I'm going to try to make friends with my neighbors because they are still going to be my neighbors whether I throw that poop or not. I know. And that's because you're a nicer person. (laughs) Who cares? I am not. Let's go to Bob in Minnetonka. Bob in Minnetonka, what's your question for Jordana today? I'm looking around because they, there's cameras because I'm walking my dog to go potty right now. Uh, it, it, it's in, it's interesting how that just makes you do that when someone's talking about it, you know. Uh, so uh, not looking for sympathy, but my uh, wife passed away last year, and uh, I'm sorry. I uh, ran into my old high school sweetheart, and uh, you know, there's uh, there's again there's a little chemistry there. Uh, but she's still married, and uh, she actually uh, has been reaching out more to me and, lately. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's a little trouble in paradise. I'm not sure how that's mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. over there. But my question to you is, do I lean into that? You know, I have nothing to lose, and I, but I don't want to mm-hmm. be the person that breaks up a family either. But yeah. I'm just wondering your, your thoughts on... Uh, and something of this nature. John, I'm sorry about your wife. I'm sorry for her passing. May her memory be a blessing. And yes, I understand the urge to go back to what's familiar. And it, it is, trust me, when I got a divorce, yes, I went, uh, you know, kind of dated some of my old Facebook friends from camp or what have you. That is very comforting and something that people need after a loss. Um, but she is still married. And I don't think you want to be that guy, John. I I don't think okay, you want to yeah. be that guy. So uh, no, at this a, point, that's a gut yeah, check. you got to. That's that's how I feel. Yeah, Bob, you're, you you tell her. You he, she, you're still married. You tell her. Um, you don't want to be that guy. And and look, if her marriage sucks, and if clearly there's trouble in paradise, or else she wouldn't be reaching out to you. Clearly there is. She's got to get her house in order. You don't want to be the guy who's in the middle and you, you, you do your thing. If there's enough trouble, she will make her own decisions, but you will not be the cause. And my friend, you will sleep better at night knowing it ended the right way and, and all is right with the world. But you don't sound like that guy, Bob, and I, I, you don't have to be. No, right. And I just, for the record, I just picked up my dog's poo. Uh, from my neighbor's yard, so I'm. You're a good. See, you're a good I'm person. Somebody that takes care of a lot of things. Thank you're you. A good person, Bob. Bob, keep me posted. Let me know how your love life is right. going. Maybe you should move into David's basement because he has a lot of luck setting people up. So if you rent it out, you might find love. <laughs> okay. Bye, bye. <laughs> and he's picking up his own poop. See, David, he's a good person. He would be a good renter to have. I think he wasn't going to until he heard us talking about it. And he did change his mind, change his tune there, Bob. Because he knew somebody yeah. was watching. All right, there you go, real time. And um, curious to know what you guys think about that. Bob sounded like he had a real problem. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.